Oh. Hey, Michael, give me a beat. Mike yeah. Sticks, homie, ate a kid's home. Think what's now, sweat a kid grown. Fly, I'm in fly mode. Take a seat, stupid, you see the sign on. Sorry, doc, it took a long time. Been on tour with Snoop, I was on my grind. Missed a couple calls, Hollywood and all. Tangeray got me feeling like hope, it's fine. <laughs> so I hit the booth for the caffeine show. Smooth D, holla, get at me, though. AQ, nice, running like an athlete, bro. Cook, cook, cold, man. That's what I be, and so be Porsche. Cook, cook, cold, man. Pockets like Big Shirley, that's Martin Mike. Hurt your cook, cook, cold, man. Bars be cold, Alcatraz might murk your caffeine on the show. We the best out. There you go, Doc, in your mouth. Money running like water, never drought. Prepare the royal baggage, the king be out. Cars never gon' Lisa, a king be out. Hurry up and buy, old dog, get out. Damn. Hey, Stixie, can't be serious. I'm about to service a shade for five. I'm living this Warren Buffett life. See, I get this wealth. My name is Money Cocksucker. Introduce yourself. Your last name ain't Benjamin. I don't need your help. If you ever block my money, just shoot yourself. Damn. I thought I told you before. This caffeine morning show. Let's go. Yo. Yo, Doc, I told you I got this thing right here, dawg. It's Caffeine Morning Show. Smooth DQ Night. Porsche, what up? You know what I'm saying? This how we, you know what? See, I flip the bars like a pie. Move a hundred keys out overnight. That mean a hundred wraps in 24. I can sell it for 17.5. That's real work across seas. If rap don't work, I move these. Too metaphoric, then please. Like switch beats, I push keys. Don't forget I'm from Watsi. I deliver. No DiGiorno, no porno. Goodbye, December. Porsche will tell all the girls he fine. But he married, go figure. Just still jumping his DM anyway because he... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> AM Caffeine Morning Show. Gosh dang it, I'm loud. AM Caffeine Morning Show. It's your boy DOC. Now you're louder. Now I'm louder, huh? In your mouth, smooth. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on, dude. I only got to, you know, I got to make it right. I know, he didn't do it official. AM Caffeine Show. You know, I've been working on my kazoo. It was better last week. I can't tell. It was so much better last week. Yeah. Gotta get it together. I'm working on it. It's your boy DLC, Smooth D. Hey. Portia Coleman. Yes, sir. Um, no DJ Q nice today, but that's okay. He did we fire him? We did. Last week we said he wasn't coming back. Don't worry about that. He won't be back. No, no problem. But we have a special um guest DJ today, Smooth D. Go ahead and make your introduction since you are the resident DJ. Go ahead and tell who we got to Introducing, deucing, deucing. You like the echo? DJ, 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 La La Lay! And before I get to our other special guest, I want to make sure that we give um, our co host her proper due today. Portia Coleman's birthday was uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes, it was. Thank you. Thank looks, you, great, you. looks great for 70. Looks yeah, he was really clowning me on the ground. He said I was 67. <laughs> so, of course, today we have Smoothie's <laughs> Donut Song of the Day, our brand new song yeah, uh, that we're going to get into and let you know, listeners tell us what you uh, what you guys think about that. Yes, of yes. course, we have There I Go. There's a bunch of stuff going on. I kind of want to talk about this uh, McGregor and uh, oh, Floyd Mayweather here we go. Yes, we situation. And um, so now we have a very special guest today. Let me uh, ex- explain what's going on over here. Yes. You guys know, as Portia was a dancer, uh, yes. and still is, you got Portia actually was a dancer. Because, because, because I'm retired. Because I'm retired. So that's why. Okay, okay. Um, and Portia did perform with, uh, what's the bro's name again? Tamar Braxton. Tamar Braxton. Okay. BT Awards. So coming up in LA, you know, there was a group of. Females that you kind of always saw in the club, and you always saw dancing, and and there was like a counterpart in New York, and there was like three or four females that you always saw represent New York, and it was uh, Josie. Uh, what's I think Josie Harrison? That's Josie's last name. Had the had the braids, really cute. Mm. Um, 
Another female I believe was Shane Was one that you always saw And then there was Another one that was Darker than them Real chocolate Chocolate Oh wow. wait. Danced with so much Strength and power But was still Extremely sexy And You know you get these Iconic TV show intros And there's just certain shows That stand out in your mind When um, Even when the show starts You remember something about the intro And living singles Mm Mm-hmm there was a female that was dancing by herself and what i love so much about that intro piece is at the end she hit you with like this little wrist this little wrist roll and was so sexy like she was exhausted but she knew she had killed it <laughs> the one and only big lezzers in the damn building yeah, you got yeah. to stand up all right you She's got to stand right? up that's the intro for real Oh, now oh, I can't oh, stand. Oh, oh. oh, he means it. Hey, 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 hey. Happy morning show, big lads in the building, man. That was the best intro. Sing song. Absolutely. We got that little honey. Hey! 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 Don't worry, we got the AM Caffeine Morning Show. Big Les rocking with us. And what's so dope about about Big Les is that, um, you know, taking it from being a dancer and then taking that experience and those relationships and all that stuff and then finding, like, what's the extension from being a dancer? So she went on to be an actress and a TV host and you know you remember Big Les was on BET everything every day you know like that is like super monumental now you don't really think about it because you like you may turn on ESPN and you see a lot of sisters but let's open the door for folks like Carrie Champion that's on ESPN that's right and Jamil Hill Come on now, Les. Y'all got you know D Barnes came before me, so you know, I gotta give D Barnes no, some props. No, and I'm gonna talk about D Barnes because I just watched DV uh, the uh, Defiant once, and I talked Defiant. to D yesterday. So absolutely, but you're in that class, like you said, D Barnes, Claudia. One point was was on was on Pump It Up, I believe. But Les, watching you through the years and in in your career and all that you've done and everybody you've worked with from. I mean, you work with Michael Jackson. That's, I mean, drop the mic. Hey. So it's I mean, that's all you. Yeah, that's it. You don't that's understand. It. That was one of the one. I've had many highlights because you know, as a little girl from Queens, all you can do is dream, and you're just happy to like be mm-hmm. working. And then when you start doing videos or you get out the club, and you you in your mind you visualize it, but you just kind of don't ever think it's ever going to happen. And it'd be standing next to him on one side, John Singleton on the other, Magic Johnson over there, Naomi Campbell, Bubbles in the corner, like all kinds of just. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's gonna happen, yeah. and, and you're just like, "All right, I've made it, damn it!" Am <laughs> hey, caffeine show. So Les is gonna hang out with us for this whole hour, real quick. Les, when people see you, do they when they they recognize you? Is it from living single? Like, is, is when when people recognize you, what is it usually from? Um. I think well, it's a little bit of both. From living single, depends on where I'm at. Like LA, people still know me from doing radio out here, right? Um, but primarily, it's the dance or it's rap city, depending on the age group, right? You know right, I mean? right. So, and you, and the rap city run was for how long? Seven years. Come on, dude! Wow, seven years. The only yeah. female to host Woo! rap city. Let me know, yeah. What? Talk Let it be known. And Kathy Moore. <laughs> so we got a legend up in here, dude. And. Before we get into the mix One more thing about Big Les Is I don't know Maybe uh, 10 years ago I'm gonna say Les had this Christmas calendar Oh And she was dressed up Like one of Santa's Wait 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 All the jingle bells Let me tell you How fly this Was that a calendar Les? It was a calendar Let me tell you how I was trying my damnest To to be bad Like how can I get on the bat Like what do I gotta do To get to the North Pole When she (laughs) at the North Pole (laughs) You wanna be a little helper Oh wait That calendar was off the chain that was one of the women in hip hop calendars, and uh, I did two years with them. I think it was ninety nine and two thousand. Right. Me, Missy, 
Left Eye, God rest his soul, Aaliyah, um, Queen Pen, Spinderella. It's like a whole bunch of us in that calendar. Well, I, I didn't pay attention to nobody but Big Les. I want to let you let it be known. Colored. Colored and mercy. Yes, no, AM Caffeine Morning Show. So, Smoothie, we're going to get into the mix. Special uh, DJ that we have today, right? Yeah. DJ La La Land. Now, before we get into the mix, man, we Does got... Does it have anything with the movie? What was that? Wasn't the movie? Yeah. The, the movie was about her. Oh, okay. Let me hold something then. You got some, <laughs> you got some money over there. Let she me hold something. She was nominated for some Emmys and stuff. What's the movie? So, before we get into the mix, man, we got to shout out somebody that we lost dear to the hip-hop community. Absolutely. Somebody Absolutely. that, you know, I grew up on. Me too. Uh, you know, it's... And I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, we know the world that you came from when we let them yes. know who we're talking boom, about. Boom, 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 right. So I got we gotta show love to Fresh Care Ice and the whole two lot yes. crew, man. Rest in peace. Absolutely. And set this mix off the right way. Let it be known. It's AM Caffeine Morning Show. DJ Lala Land in the building. Yeah. Big Les hanging with us. The whole crew is the AM Caffeine Morning Show. Don't go nowhere. Lala, let it go. Let it go. Drama. The Hoochie Hood Rat is a freak like a mom. Jeez. 
How fitting that um, she hit us with that uh, Michael Jackson. Remember the time and big levels in that. Yes, joint. yes. Ooh, I'm killing it. Tears, eyes welling up. Les, do you remember that choreography still? I do remember okay, that wait choreography. Remember Again, that. I bet you remember. Hey. I bet you remember that part. I, was, I love that. You part. don't understand though. Like we were like awesome three video. weeks in rehearsal, two or three weeks in rehearsal. Never got to rehearse with Michael to like. Two or three days before the shoot. Right. And then kind of had to relearn the choreography because he was doing some hits that you would like. He was like, what, 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 what? He was like, oh, that's how it goes. Okay. Yeah. Back to the drawing board. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was killing it. Like his, ooh, it was so dumb. And then we used to rehearse to like keep it in the closet. Yes, keep it in the closet. It's like the same kind of. So, yeah, Teddy Riley did go for those. But he came in and it was a whole other routine. It was like, Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Oh awesome. My AM Caffeine Show. Big Les hanging out with us. So, um, Smooth D, we got some celebrity birthdays. Um, uh, do we? Yeah, you, we you got a couple. Because <laughs> Portia always likes to say that I don't really think I know. people that are does. celebrities are really celebrities. So, who we got? How many? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> see, do we have a half of a person? Oh, uh, I mean, let's see. Shout out my cancer. What in? What in? Tristan Wilde's birthdays today, and I like yeah, Tristan, Tristan Wilde's actually. He's on yeah. the uh, he's on that show on Fox, right? With um, shots fired, shots fired with Sinai, that's, that's with Sinai, right? Canceled, unfortunately. Oh, really? Wait, I saw. I the, never saw one episode. I saw yeah. the first couple, and it was pretty good. He's on that VH1 show though. That the breaks, the breaks. That I, did I gotta that. see that. I heard the breaks, the breaks is awesome. Breaks, really? Really? Which I choreographed last season. I love the breaks. I had no idea, but yes. Yeah, and ironically enough, they call me because they were doing the key sweat scene. Yes. The first person I ever danced for, the first tour, major wow. tour, was key sweat tour. The show was on that tour. Last key sweat. It was myself, uh, Marilyn Mitchell. Oh, you talking my artist? I'm sorry. It was a triple threat tour. It was uh, Johnny Gill. And uh, BBD, BBD, right? Yeah. We yeah. killed it, killed yeah. it. Dope. Shout out to uh, Straight Ahead. Yeah. BBD dance. Come on, friends of the Am Caffeine <laughs> Show. Uh, Deborah T. Pluk, Pluk, Nikita, and Nikita. Yes. Uh, we had them on the show maybe two months ago. Two months, yeah. Uh, so shout out to the girls. And uh, T was my favorite. And uh, Nikita hates when I Nikita. say that. But. <laughs> yeah, I say Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> um, today's also Forrest Whitaker's uh, birthday. That's important. Dope ass actor. Yes. And oh uh, wow! Well, oh Eddie Griffin, yeah, it's his birthday. He's Can- a comedian. I don't Kansas think he's City funny, but it's his Stop. birthday. Wow. <laughs> I don't think he's funny. <laughs> and uh, you think Eddie Griffin's funny? Yeah, this is his moment. I like his stand-up better than like his TV show. Yeah, yeah no, I don't like either one. But is he, happy still, birthday. Is he still touring? I have not. No, he still tours. He still tours. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure, he got some tours. spot dates going up yeah, <laughs> somewhere. Just... <laughs> Everybody got spot dates. Everybody got spot dates. That's not a diss. That's yeah. just true. AM Caffeine Show. That's it. That's it. That's, that's oh, it. no, we have one well, more birthday. We have right? one more. Who? Portia Portia Cole. Cole. Yeah. Happy birthday! Thank you. How come you guys have not sang me happy birthday? Somebody in here, y'all better. We got a little birthday something. Y'all better give it to me. We got a little birthday something. Let's do the birthday. Let's go. Come on! 
said you automatically look at your booty though. Like when you, 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 you look at it. You have to look back, look back at it. Absolutely. Look back at it. That's where it came from. You gotta look back at it. Hey, happy birthday to to Portia Coleman. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Oh, so that's it for celebrity birthdays. Um, so smooth D. Let's get into this. Um, it's about that time, dude. Before we get into less, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, so we're gonna do there I go, right? Yeah. So uh, we need that. We, we got that music queued up. We got the queue it up. We're queued it up. The queue it up. Uh, AM Caffeine Show. Big Les, um, hanging with us for this whole hour. Have you ever been in a Luke video, Les? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, but, but, I've been, but I've but. had Luke moments. You know, because of Rap City, right? I have uh, been behind the scenes, behind the curtains, right. and in the trenches with right. Luke and his girls, right. and it has been madness, mayhem. And there's a room full of men who act like they just got out of prison, right? And they seen it or smelt it, and they are vicious savages. And they, the girls would shame the men and be like, "Oh, you want this? You don't really want this." Yeah, and no have them crying that. for mama Ooh. for like two point two seconds. And what people don't know is that Luke is like the nicest dude on the planet. Right? Like really? he's respectful of women, yeah. like the whole bit. And the thing is, that we've like all gone out to eat. Girls will come up and just like spread their legs. Drop oh. their panties, lift their dress, and he just be sitting there eating a hamburger like, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> it's the right. image. It's the, it's yeah, the, yeah. It's, right. the, it's the persona. It's the whole thing. Yeah. All right. So, uh, let's run this back from the top. Smooth day. Let's, 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 yeah, can we run it back? You, do, do you have that get up? No, no, no. Let's do it. Let it go. It's about uh, the time. Uh, uh, hey, one, one more time. One, one more time. Hey, I go. So have you guys been paying attention to this uh, Conor McGregor <laughs> and Floyd Mayweather? Uh, yeah. These yeah. press conferences that are going on and they're promoting this fight. Yeah. Which a lot of people, especially like really uh, real fans of boxing think that this um, event is just very detrimental to to boxing because they just mm-hmm. think it's, it's it's a joke. Really, it is. So, but now I can't even front. Bring attention. I kind of want to see the fight now after these press conferences yeah. that they've been having. It's been good. But Connor, he's lightweight racist. I think. Have what? you seen some of the heard some of the things that he said? So, besides the fact that he told Floyd, "Dance for me, boy." Oh, did you see that? No, the first press conference. He was like, "Dance, mm-hmm. dance for me, boy." Okay, I don't necessarily think that's racist per no, that's se. Not, that's, that's just disrespect from a man to a man. Yes. But then uh, he was on, uh, I believe, either Jimmy Kimmel, one of the late night shows, and he was asked if there was a fight between you and Rocky, could you beat Sylvester Stallone? So he goes on to say, "Well, you know, I don't really remember too much about mm. Rocky Rocky Three. Is that the is that the one where the monkeys were training in the background? So oh. meaning in Rocky, oh, you know, you go pen. to the gym, right. you have all the boxers that are training, yeah. and he called them monkeys. Yeah, no, that's unacceptable. I didn't hear that word. Yes, what did, what did Kimmel acceptable? say? Did Kimmel oh, react? Kimmel's... No, did not. No, there was no reaction. I don't think anybody really knew what to say, how to react." So no. then after the fact Now no. he says I'm not a racist Because I'm black From the waist down Come. No he didn't uh, <laughs> So no, now you're being stereotypical On top of the comments That you have made No he didn't Yes he said he's black From the waist down <laughs> I want Floyd to beat his ass Floyd's gonna tax that ass Yeah I don't care what y'all say This is propaganda We forget that this is The business of show yeah. Right Floyd. And there's a lot yeah. of money he's On the table job. However, I think Floyd is going... Whatever deal or side deal they made, first of all, Floyd's not going to lay down for anybody. Heck no. Ever. And I think let him keep... Let, let Connor keep talking all this smack because that's just going to add fuel to the fire. I believe I believe so. He went on to say that Floyd couldn't read. Mm. Um, and he's definitely made mm. some derogatory comments to Floyd. And at the end of the day, they are boxing. This isn't what... This isn't a sport that McGregor is used to. Floyd... Is a master And a lot of folks Get it twisted Because you expect You want To see a fight Where somebody Knocks you out Right, right? Yeah But really 
what is boxing is about is to not get hit mm-hmm. and get as many shots as you can get. So if you miss me and I hit you twice, I won. I'm better than you. Right. And nobody right. does it better than Floyd. This McGregor is gonna is entering into an arena that he he's never faced anybody like Floyd. It's a game of stamina, endurance. Absolutely, Floyd gets up before everybody else and puts in the he's, work. Right, he's and a I, defensive specialist. Right, I cannot wait to see this fight for free. I, I'm not paying for it. Did you just pay for free? Oh yeah, like free ninety. Oh, definitely not what, paying where, for it. Where are you? Who, got the, who got the bootleg link? I shout out oh, Young Free got young that free right. Got the Don't bootleg it. Link. You get sued. Shout out to Zenlo. Okay, well then here, here, here's part two to that. My neighbor, they always watch. I have these really good binoculars. <laughs> if push comes to shove, I'm gonna do that, but I'm not giving them no hundred all. No hundred like, all. Oh. No, go to somebody's house. Sports bar. Right. Pay ten bucks to get in. There it is. But I'm, I, I am gonna see this fight because I, 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 I'm caught into just the drama now. Yes. And um, now I'm just looking like I want you to beat this white guy up. That's pretty much how I'm looking at it. After Floyd lays him out, he's gonna get beat down in the parking lot for all the stuff that he said. That he said. Absolutely. He does yes. that to yes. a lot of his people, it. though. He yeah. does that to a lot of his. Like opponents, right? Even though it's like terrible what he's saying, they looked back and all the guys that were different races. He said he something says specifically about that. about their race. It's like right. his thing that he does to try to get under, under their skin, which is not yeah. cool. No, the, like, there's a line. You don't have to do that. There, there's a line that exactly. you got to draw. Yes. Um, going back to Les talking about in, in the intro, when we were just talking about some of her accomplishments and her giving props to D Barnes from the uh, TV show. Pump it up, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> over the last couple days, there's this documentary called "The Defiant Ones," which is it, it, it shows the relationship between Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. I think it was done really, really well. How they come from just different backgrounds, but they were kind kind of the same, had the same drive, and how that drive has brought them together, become just the super uh, powerful team that they are. But in that documentary, they address the situation with D. Barnes Mm. and Dr. Dre, where, you know, if you know anything about that, Dr. Dre put hands on D. Barnes and it was really ill. And he hasn't really spoken about that really since like it, it happened, really. He hasn't really said too much about it in a way like to apologize about it. And first, I want to give props to D. Barnes because she she handled herself in such a professional manner and talking about it and the way she articulated herself. And then Dr. Dre, he apologized, but it was like general. It, I, I didn't feel it was directed to D. Barnes like D. Yo, I was bugging. I'm sorry. This is what I was going through. He does state what he was going through, but it wasn't like to her. And I felt just the seriousness of what had happened. I really felt that it would have been dope if they were together sitting next to each other and him really articulating. I was young, whatever he was going through. And I kind of I appreciate the sentiment. (laughs) <laughs> but I kind of look at it a little side eyed because I don't think it was. Yeah, it was a general driving home yeah. to D. You can't have a general apology like, "Oh, I'm sorry, everybody." Yeah, no, and sorry. He, and he goes on to say, "I was young, and I know if you you, you put your hands on a woman that you're you're a jerk, and you should never do that." And he said all that stuff, but it should have really been directed to D because that who was so affected by that. And if you know the story and you know D, that has really troubled her all these years. So I gave her props to even to speak about it in the way that she did. And I I hit her afterwards and said, you handled yourself with such grace. And shout out to D. Barnes, who's definitely a pioneer, like Big Les said. So you feel like his apology just kind of reeks of... um political correctness so to speak or kind, kind of like you know what if we're going to yeah. talk about this documentary we know we're going to have to address that subject because right. it wasn't addressing straight out of Compton and a lot of people Not felt that it should have been I agree so it wasn't the straight out of Compton so something that really chronicalizes your your entire career mm-hmm. that incident had to be addressed indeed so he did address it 
but kind of in a green kind of you know put some pledge on you know that lemon pledge you kind of just glossed <laughs> over <laughs> it you kind of glossed over it a little bit and I, I i just wanted it to i i didn't feel like it was really really heartfelt and what i felt that she needed to hear with all the things that she has gone through dealing with that all these but maybe years. deep down he felt like she deserved it and so he's doing what he politically needs to do. I, I agree with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't speak for him. I don't know his truth. But I, I don't either. That's and the vibe right, you though. get. Yeah. I, I don't either. And I'm just saying from a viewer standpoint, from a viewer standpoint, that's just kind of yeah. what I kind of what I took from it. And I'm a huge fan of Dr. Dre. I think he's a he's a a brilliant producer. There's no question about that. Um, and I love D. And I just felt that it, it should have been a little more directed to her AM Caffeine show. If he would have done that, though, unfortunately for him, it would have admitted guilt, which is why. I don't think but he, he was guilty. And he said, I mean, him well, apologizing, he said he was guilty. But right. he, we all know that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's insensitive to not do it directly yeah. to someone. If you him if doing you that, like D sitting next to him and him looking at her in the eye like, yo, like, yeah. Then you would have like okay, right. he realizes mistake, and you really felt that he did. If so, you're gonna do it, do it right. And Catherine show, but it was it's a great documentary, and it touches so many things from just his whole career, Death Row, and stuff with Shook and Tupac, all that stuff. And Catherine show, Big Les is in the building. And now we're talking about all these iconic rap artists. Les, you've interviewed damn near everybody. Everybody. The most important ones. Of the greatest golden era of hip hop, yes, Speak on I it. Have. absolutely. If you were to have to pick one Stop. interview that Don't just, just pick <laughs> one, that one that just oh, you gonna do it like that? She can't do. You don't understand, like Rap City, like most people. Remember Rhapsody when Tickets started doing the basement, the basement, right? right? And it was just stuck in the basement. But before that, Tickets, my boy, all day long. Rhapsody used to be in the hood of every artist. We were in Houston with Scarface. We'd be in Jamaica with Buju Bantan. We'd be, you know, with Dub C riding in a um, low rider. You know what I mean? Like we'd be in the trenches in these neighborhoods with these artists in their basement, in their backyards, in their mama's house, in their grandma's house, like all of that stuff. Um, I can't just pick one, but I, I'll say this because we used to get a lot of artists who'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Or just keep it real, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's really the old school artists like EPMD, DJ Premier, um, Ice T, who have stories to tell. Right. Who will give you information, will share knowledge, will tell you what really happened with the label situations and the money situations and the manager situations and the fight that broke out, whatever, and the beatdown that happened. Like, and they'll tell you and then they'll educate you on all that other stuff. So those tend to be some of the best and most memorable. Interviews that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, the new school is kind of, you know, they ain't got much to say. Way. It's been kind of made a little easy for them, you know, just a little easier, like with this whole internet stuff or just kind of, you know, not having to really sell tapes and stuff out yeah. the back of your trunk and right. really hustle for a deal. And I get it. I'm not taking anything away from them. Get your hustle on, do it, shut it down, get all the money that you can. But I also feel like the content and the, the moment and the classicness is just gone. These are like one hit wonders to me. Some of it is just kind of throwaway hip hop. Now don't get me twisted. I'll be in the club shaking my ass all day long. Right. I the agree. beat is hot, the beat is hot. But then I'll change the station and just be like next. Right. Of course. It's not <laughs> memorable. When yeah. you were um, auditioning, was auditioning for the basement, was it a a longer, was it a, a, a strenuous audition? Was there a lot of people? Was there a lot of callbacks? Was you know, how, how was that process? Well, actually, for me, I came on Madeline Woods' show Ooh, as Madeline a guest. Was, Madeline was a cute, yes. too. Madeline Woods had me on as a guest choreographer. I had to do a dance performance the whole bit. And we just started talking and realized that I had been on the road with all these artists. You know, and when you're on the road or in the rehearsal mm-hmm. for hours and days and weeks and months on time, you see people at their most vulnerable. And right. then you're around their friends, their real friends and their family. And so you have that kind of information. Now, I don't tell everybody's business. I don't tell everything. But I have those secrets and those relationships and things that I can share or a different perspective that most people who auditioned didn't have. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard, like... The producer, Keith Paschel, came downstairs and was like, we never thought about having a girl on Rap City. You want to audition? And so literally I went from doing my stuff with Madeline to the next room to audition on camera. But the powers that be upstairs were not trying to have a girl, one. Mm-hmm. They weren't trying to have a brown girl, two. Right. And they just kind of like were not feeling 
Eh, I don't know how this is going to work. And crazy enough, myself and Kenny Barnes auditioned. Kenny Burns, excuse me, auditioned at the same time. Really? Over at Revol, yeah. Wow. And um, because they were going to add a whole bunch of new people, but they went to bat for me. Keith Paschel, Sunita Brooks, like, just try it out. She knows everybody. She's on the road. And what happened was finally I got to uh, do Daytona Spring Break. With Prince Dejour, mm-hmm. he kind of welcomed me in, gave me the ropes, whatever. But I was still dancing on tour with Heavy D. So once they started booking me, they took Rhapsody on the road and kind of followed me on tour. So if right, we were in Chicago, sense. then mm-hmm. I could like you know get up, catch up with Common, or if we were in whatever, catch up with Twister, you know, however it was. And right. So I was able to do that for a couple of years, and it kind of just was like the labels were supporting. Like we've known Les for a long time. Right. She's been here working with all of our artists, all of our talent. Of course, she can, you know. And it just kind of happened that way. Wow. So, so crazy. So that run goes on for seven years. Seven years. I was hosting. I got to produce. Um, but it, it was challenging. It was. It was really challenging. Because you know how it is, even for female artists. You know, they don't want to give right. you a hair budget. They don't want to give you a makeup budget. They don't want to give you a <laughs> wardrobe. Oh, you know what I'm Yeah. You know, and then you, you get. For me? Love BET. <laughs> but then you get to, you know, the airport and your ticket ain't paid for. Or oh. you get to the hotel and your room ain't paid for. Wow. And then it takes 90 wow. days to get your money. Like, it was She's a lot, a lot, of, lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. So, you know, and then it was just kind of like I was still making more money as a dancer and a choreographer as opposed to being on a national television show five days a week because it was cable so it was a lot of politics and politics you know but it was a great opportunity it took me from being you're the girl who does the backflips, right? Right. To, oh, that's less. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, it gave me a name. And, right. And really, BET was the only outlet that showed music videos that weren't on Billboard charts. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? MTV would only pick your top 10, hip-hop, whatever cases. BET showed everything. BET, um, The Box, mm-hmm. uh, Ralph McDaniels in New York. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I have to I have to give props to that because otherwise nobody would have ever known who Les was or even paid attention to dancing if it wasn't for the BET outlet. So, I say that is the flip side. When when that run end ended in two thousand, was it two thousand? Thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Right. So I was still freelancing a little bit for them, but I was right. So when that when that ended, did you? And of course, you could always go back to dancing. But did you feel like okay, I've I've done the dance thing, and now I'm in front of the camera? You kind of get that bug. Did you? I mean, obviously you wanted to continue to pursue that. Did you kind of want to not dance anymore? No, I never wanted to stop dancing. And once you're a performer, I think as a dancer and as a singer, everything is is in your arm's reach. Maybe you love one thing more mm-hmm. than the other, but you really just want to be a triple threat. And like, I can't sing worth a damn. So unfortunately that, you know, <laughs> right. for me. But, um, but I never stopped. And, and doing BET got me into doing radio. Right. I ended up over yeah. on Hot 97. Wendy Williams had gotten fired or had been put on probation for some week or something like that and I they asked me to come in and, and take over for her. next thing you know they offer me a job and I'm doing weekends and then I'm doing mornings with Ed and Dre and then I'm coming over to LA and I started if you remember I was doing Power 106 with Big Boy for a while right. and then the beat snatched me up and I was over there when it was 92.3 to beat and then 100.3 to be. so then radio happened and I was still doing Rap City and radio at the, the same, same time, time. Nice. um BT gave me the luxury of still dancing and touring for the first two or three years of doing Rap City. And then it was like, okay, we got to switch up the show, blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of like, I was a little over it. People, <laughs> see, what people don't know is I was on a gymnastics scholarship in college. So I had done gymnastics since I was 10 years old, all through college. And so dancing kind of was like my second introduction uh-huh. or second career. And you went to college? Springfield College in Massachusetts. Okay. Degree in exercise physiology, sports medicine. There we go. I can tell from those arms. You ain't never seen I, big right? arms. Them arms ain't no punk. Right. They ain't, they ain't no, punk. no punk. You don't want to run up on her. They no, they are no punk. Yeah. So, um, I, so I was a little exhausted. And you and I were talking behind the scenes, just kind of like the politics yeah. of having to, I was choreographing so many artists at the time. Even if I wasn't touring for them, I was still doing their stage shows, their mm-hmm. music videos. You know, just showcases for artists that were just coming up. And then you kind of get burnt out. You're doing four and five songs for three and four and five different groups. And you're just like, I can't. I just want to dance. Yeah. You know, and then I couldn't because then I'm doing Rap City. So it was kind of like, all right, I'm good. And so then I started doing radio for like another 10 or 15 years. And um, now I'm in a place where I want to do some theater. I'm actually, you know creating documentaries i want to do some dance projects a little bit more behind the scenes stuff but the game has changed too you right know? yeah the you game have has to changed yeah. it's so it's so different and it's 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 weird because 
you have so many outlets to to try to get whatever product that you're trying that you're working on. There's so many mm-hmm. ways to get it out there, but the grind is a little harder because you know there's companies aren't really you know in a position where they want to give you money, so you got to find a way to kind of do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Even though there's a lot of outlets to get it out there, it's just mm-hmm. to get it to that point yeah. that is so difficult. And what's unfortunate now is that. People look at Instagram numbers, Twitter numbers, oh and they yeah. get it confused. They think, they think that popularity is talent, and it is nope. not. Absolutely not. It is absolutely not. It's a completely different thing, but they don't care. They feel like, just like when they started letting artists do the soundtracks or become actors, it's because they had that built-in audience and all right, but that, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily make you an actor without right. serious training. So absolutely. that's kind of like, they feel like, well, now you have the popularity for the numbers, so we can just get them to host this show or whatever the case is, and it doesn't translate. Oh right. It doesn't translate. Yes. But it puts people like me who's been in the game a long time at a disadvantage. Yeah. Because I may not have that many followers. I may not tweet all damn day long. Right. I don't have that much <laughs> say. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, <laughs> yeah, But you true. know what I mean? Absolutely. And, it, and sometimes my resume is a curse rather than a gift because now it shows longevity. You, right. You know? Oh, she's been around too long. She Oh, she's stuck in her way. No, I'm still in the club. I'm still in the trenches. I'm still whatever. But my knowledge is definitely power. And I know how to kind of flip the switch. I know what's going on. Yeah. I hope I still look 22. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say 19. Right. You know don't what get what I mean? it right. Yeah. You know? But just is. because I ain't got like 8 million followers, you put me on Monday by Friday. If I'm sitting at the view table by Friday, I got your 8 million followers. Right. Yeah. 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 Easy, right. We just right. need an outlet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. AM Caffeine Show. So let's get back into the mix real quick. Uh, DJ Lada Land is in the building. Big Laz is here. And that's wow. That's, Dropping gems, you know, like sprinkle, she said, sprinkle us. Being, I, I hate that, you know, and I, I think, you know, when you kind of get without dating ourselves, but when you've been Too in the late. game as long uh, when you've been in the game as long as we have, and we've acquired all this, all this knowledge, right? Um, and then you kind of get folks who have all all these followers, and first of all. You could buy those, so let's not even. If you really want to break that down yeah. and get into the analytics of all that stuff, all that stuff isn't necessarily real. And what's so unfortunate is that there's a lot of talent, like real talented people, that do not necessarily have those numbers that'll get overlooked yeah. because they don't have those numbers because everything is so research driven now. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I talk to casting directors and they come to the table with like headshots of maybe some A list and even some B list actors. They're told by these productions and these studio companies, well, how many followers do they have? Nah, we're going to go over here and take a right. shot with yeah. this person. Who ain't never acted, ain't never acted, Silly. never nomination, never took a class, right. nothing. But that's who they want to put their money on. Same and now we days. sound like, yeah. you know, the bitter Bettys. Right, we sound like some haters. Right, we sound like right. mad. Right. Like, no, we just, you know, we've honed our craft and some of us have been blessed and gifted by God. And we that's still right. wake up early at the crack of dawn, just, you know. Get it in. Right. To study, to learn, to train, to do whatever it takes. But sorry, I don't have 8 million followers. Right. 8 gazillion. Mm-hmm. And like she's, I, I, I'm mad. I'm going to be a hater. You know, she's like, we're not, I'm, I'm going to be a hater. I'm mad at that. I, I don't appreciate that. Because I see a lot of talented people that don't get the shot. AM Caffeine Show. DJ Lala Line in the building. Hey. Let's get back into the mix, Move D. How much time we got left? Uh, Not much. No, we let Lala roll. She can roll for about, uh, you got like 20 It ain't that long Lala got she, We got about 6 minutes for Lala and Then we're going to come back With Les right, and close it out The Caffeine Show
Shout Mike City. Absolutely. Shout out Mike City. That heard it off before. Still a banger, dude. Yes, sir. Shout out, you know, Mike City has a new album out that's really dope. He has Dwelle on it, Carl Thomas, Faith Evans. Um, you can Google it and, and, and purchase it. It's a dope album. It's, it's very, uh, it's like great, feel good house music vibe. Um, so shout out Mike City on your new project. Uh, Big Les. So yes, sir. So you have some projects that you're working on now, right? Right. Um, how close are? Is there anything close to completion? Is mm, we're still developing? Not really close. We're still in development. Okay. One is kind of like for those of you who've seen the movie Twenty Feet from Stardom. Okay. About the background singers in the industry. Uh huh. Um, they forget that our lives are pretty much parallel. As dancers, we are also mm-hmm. 20 feet from stardom. Right, of course, absolutely. There's a story there that needs to be told. Um, you know, bringing my cohorts along, like Josie and Tish, maybe Tina Landon. Okay. Thanks. Hey, I'm like, hey, shout out Tina was, Mother yeah. F and Tish. Tish. Okay. Oh, Tish. I love Tish. me some Tish, mm-hmm. who... Um, a lot of stuff Tish did that she didn't get credit for. So shout out Tish. I, I love me some damn Tish. Absolutely. Um, okay. So... You working on that, and weren't you doing some fitness stuff? 
Well, I've always been doing fitness. Fitness is just kind of part of who I am, but I kind of just felt like the market is so saturated. Uh-huh. It's yeah, really it is. Is so saturated, is. but then you huh. get, you know, I get black women and Latino women who are like, come on, Les, because I'm a normal size chick. People see me on the, on the street and they're like, they either think I'm really big because the TV makes you look, you know, 10 uh-huh. pounds bigger, or they're like, um, oh, you're much smaller in person. Or you get, oh, you're much prettier in person, which I don't know. Uh, so I mean, that's a compliment. Right. Right. People say that. Right. It's so right. weird. I mean, you're a big Les, so, right. you know. You know. <laughs> and the only reason why that name is, like, stuck, because I just prefer Les, right. but because you never see black girls who aren't the size of Simone Biles, like, four feet nine, <laughs> yeah. who can do gymnastics. And so they'd always be like, who's the big girl doing backwards? Because I was a real gymnast. And they'd right. be like, oh, that's Les. Big Les. Big Les, come right. here. And they kind of just, like, it just kind of stuck. stuck. So, yeah. AM Caffeine Show. So, Les, how can folks find you? Are you, uh, I'm on Instagram, you on Instagram, Twitter, I'm all that stuff. Your girl, Les, L-E-Z. You can find me there all day, every day. There it is. Instagram, AM Caffeine Twitter, Show. Whatever, whatever. By far. One of the coolest ladies anywhere. Les from day one. Even when I didn't really know her, but I would see her around all the time. Didn't yeah. we meet like on Soul Train though? No, I could never dance on Soul Train. I swear they I never let like you I met you on no. Soul Train. I met you when you started coming to LA and you were hanging out with just another dancer that right. I know. And I would just see you all the time. And you know, when you see somebody so much, you don't really know what you feel like you do. Right. So you just say hi and we just became cool like that. I remember seeing you at Jamaica House when it was downtown mm-hmm. at the Mayan. And something about that night, you were just you were just so cool. And I would just see you on TV, but now you were in LA. And that was so, you know, a lot of years ago. And since, I mean, just you just been the same person the whole time. You know, for a long time, I was like, what do you do? Like Tommy from Martin. Everybody what exactly. is it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 we I still don't know. I, I, we still don't know. Oh, what show, does I, he do? I'm like Brumman from the phone floor. Yeah, I just show up at the house. What <laughs> do you do? AM Caffeine Show. Thank you, Les, for Thanks hanging for out with her. Me. Once again, follow Les. Yay. Once again, Les, tell him how to find you. Your girl, Les. L-E-Z. Your girl, Les. Yeah. L-E-Z. It's AM Caffeine Show. Coming up on our Wednesday, special, special guest, my man Money B from Digital Underground. Mm. Gonna, of course, we're gonna talk about some Tupac, but he has a new album out, has a bunch of features on it. Some has some real good friends that's on the album. That's coming up on Wednesday. You do not want to miss that AM Caffeine Show. Make sure you follow AM Caffeine Show on Twitter, AM Caffeine Show on Facebook. Smooth D's on Black. You still on Black Planet? Or? Yeah, I'm still on Black Planet. Oh. Black Planet. <laughs> Change your profile picture. I'm playing. And I don't even know. Uh, you're on Tinder, right? Uh, Lies. <laughs> on I never. <laughs> double swipe. I never double, double swipe. That's all I know. You say right. Tinder, double swipe. Swipe left or swipe right. I don't even know which way it is. So I, ten, yeah, I, no clue. No clue. And swipe and show. Handle it. Uh, before we get out, oh, Les. Yes, I heard it. Heavy D. You know, I'm still upset at Heavy D. A little what bit. Yeah. yeah, we don't have enough time. Yeah, he yeah, dissed no. me. He yeah, dissed me. When I see him in heaven, we're gonna we're gonna holler. You gonna holler? Yeah, for sure. AM Caffeine Show. Before we get out of here, Smooth D, Portia Coleman on behalf of the whole AM Caffeine Show crew. In your mail! You guys enjoy your week and we'll holler at you next week. Peace. Yes, sir.